Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe, it's the Matlock Show. He loves all things conservative politics, and if there's a microphone nearby, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. And now, a true original, the common sense conservative, here's your host, Matlock. Oh yeah, I'm worn out. I I am tired. I watched that Democrat debate last night. Unreal. I I don't know about you. We're going to talk about that all this hour. It's important. It is so important to understand what we are currently facing in this country from the left. And and I have to tell you, it is amazing to me to watch, what, what were there, 12 of them up there on stage last night? And not a single one of them wanted to answer questions about how they were going to screw you. They're going to give you everything. They're going to give you so much. It's amazing. You're going to love them. Free health care, free college, free this, free that. It was unreal. But none of them could tell you how they were going to pay for it. Welcome in. This is the Matlock Show. I am Matlock, your host. So glad you're along for the ride. It's Wednesday hump day. Yeah, we're almost there. Got some uh, programming notes. Tomorrow, I am covering the Trump rally at uh, the American Airlines Arena here in Dallas, Texas for America's Voice News and uh, Lock and Load. So you have to make to make sure you tune in to America's Voice uh, tomorrow. I think our coverage begins somewhere around 5 Central. So you're going to have to do that. I'll be on the ground, be covering the rally. It'll be fantastic. Uh, American Airlines Arena, be fantastic. Believe me. Believe me. It'll be fantastic. It'll be huge. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be crazy. American Airlines Arena holds about 20,000 people. You probably get another three or 4,000 on the floor. So there's going to be a lot of people there. A lot of people outside. I hear a lot of protesters from Antifa. We're going to see what happens. So that's coming up tomorrow beer for brunch fridays back me and sexy jesus party file steve are going to be talking beer man things toxic masculinity and uh, no politics so you're going to want to tune into that make sure you tell all of your friends find me please do me a big favor head over to my my website thematlockshow.com l-o-c-k-e is how you spell my last name um go sign up all I need is your email. Uh, I've got the uh, so here's the deal: the October giveaway is going on over on Twitter and Facebook. Um, if you want to be part of that, yeah, go find it. I know it's kind of fallen to the bottom. Maybe I need to put it back up to the top for a little bit here. But I am still running that October giveaway for probably another week or two. So you still have time if you have li- or if you're listening to this podcast right now and have not signed up, go over and sign up at Real Matlock on Twitter, Instagram, and in Parlor. The Cartel Matt on Facebook, and then, of course, America's Voice News. I'm just drinking my coffee. By the way, this segment brought to you by Scars and Stripes Coffee. There's a link over at thematlockshow.com. Got a Scars and Stripes Coffee link. You can go over there, you can click on that link, and you can help a veteran. You you, you can help a veteran um, with his or her business because Scars and Stripes Coffee is a great coffee company. They're out of Oklahoma City. They empower veterans. So they've set up this e-commerce platform that allows these veterans to become sole proprietors. They can be, you know, they can be self-employed. They can go out there and they can sell as much coffee, as much merchandise, as, as anything is on that website, and they get paid when they do that. You can help by going to buy great coffee. Head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com. I've got downrange in my cup. And it's damn good. I'm going to tell you right now, it's damn good. I love those guys. Um, I work with uh, Zach Brown, the man, not the band. He is the face of Scars and Stripes Coffee. Love those dudes. They're fantastic guys. Head over to Scars and Stripes 
coffee.com. Get you some today because I told you so. Tell them Matlock sent you. All right. We're going to talk about a debate. We're going to talk about this Democrat fiasco that happened last night in Westerville, Ohio. I know Westerville very well. Um, I went to the University of Finley, which is about an hour north of Columbus, Ohio. And I would go down to Columbus all the time. I actually lived in Columbus, Ohio for a year. I was a sports writer right out of college. I worked for a small newspaper called Suburban News Publications. And I wrote for Albany, Reynoldsburg, and Olentangy Valley uh, suburbs. Well, Westerville is a suburb of Columbus, Ohio. It's a wealthier suburb. It's where Otterbine College is. Now, Otterbine, it, it, this is a funny thing, because Otterbine is a very expensive college, my friends. It's a liberal, uh, it's a liberal arts school. Uh, it's probably a liberal campus too now, but it's a liberal arts school that's probably going to set you back somewhere in the neighborhood of twenty thousand plus a year. Um, it's something that I laugh at because here are all of these liberals going to Otterbein College and their or university, and they're telling you, "We're going to give you everything free." <laughs> You know, uh, it, it, it's, yeah, the tuition to Otterbein, I'm just sitting here on Google, $31,874 a year at Otterbein University. It used to be Otterbein College back when I was in school. I'll tell you how old I am. We played them in baseball. But here are a bunch of socialists who have shown up at Otterbein University in Westerville, which is an affluent suburb of Columbus, telling you how they're going to give you all this free money. And they're all yelling each, you know, here's the thing. I, I, I'm watching the news this morning and I'll give you, I'm going to give you my assessment of the debate. And I, I'll give you full disclosure. I didn't watch it all. I was so busy yesterday. I got home and I started watching it at about 7:30 central. So about a half an hour in, um, Booker hadn't talked yet. Cause I caught it the first time when Booker says, Oh, I'm so glad I get to talk now. <laughs> There's 12 of you. I mean, how are you going to talk? It's funny. I, I'm just drinking my coffee this morning. You know, there's 12 of them. Whoever did whoever did Tom Steyer's makeup ought to be fired. I mean, he looked awful. His tie looked terrible. I, you know, it, it's petty. I know it's petty. But I'm looking at this stuff, and, and people look at that kind of stuff, you know? They look at your appearance. They look at how you present yourself. And some people make their decisions based on that. There were people, I mean... God, I swear to you. So in the whole thing, my overall assessment of the debate, it, it was the same old blah, 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 blah. You know, in this deal, they're all the same. See, that's the problem with the Democrat Party, and they know it. Every one of these candidates is the same. No one differentiate, differentiates himself from anybody else. And they were talking about this morning, well, no one's doing out with a zinger or a one-liner. A zinger? I don't worry about the zingers. Tell me, tell me what you're going to do. Oh, I'm going to give you free stuff. Okay, how? Well, I, I'm, I don't know. What do you, what, well, I, it, it's it, what last night, I swear to you, I, I was live tweeting, like I said, for about 90 minutes. I caught about 90 minutes. I was about all I could take. I mean, it's the same old crap. It's the same old promises. They have no idea how they're going to pay for them. It, it's amazing. They're going to tax the wealthy. But at one point, Elizabeth Warren said it wasn't a tax. It was cost. Okay. Isn't it the same thing? You, you know, you can use funny words. You can change definition of words. But a tax is taking your money to pay for something. And cost is what it costs for you to pay for something. And you know what? It's a cost. Okay. I'll go with you, Elizabeth. It's a cost. It's not a tax. But how about if that cost is something that you have to pay? So that's the whole thing. A tax is something you have to pay. You can't get around it. You're going to pay taxes on your property. You're going to pay taxes at uh, income tax. You're going to pay taxes on sales tax. You can't get around that, right? You just can't. You're going to, you're going to pay it no matter what. Cost is something of an object or an item that, you know, I can say, well, you know, maybe I won't buy that. Uh, maybe I won't buy that new set of headbuds or earbuds this month because it's going to cost me 150 bucks. So you can determine the cost, right? You can determine what you spend. But she's telling you it's not a tax, it's cost on Medicare for All, which they're going to make you get. They're going to make you get it. 
They're going to tell you you have to have it. So in the end, it's not cost, it's a tax. You can sit there and you can tell me all you want <laughs> that it's not a tax, but it's a tax. And then, of course, you, you know, <sighs> bumbling, stumbling Joe. Okay, so I'm going to get into this because I've spent the first 10 minutes, you know, here talking about my opinion. But I'm going to get in and tell you what the uh, the talking heads say because I've got two articles here, one for and, and one, one pro-Democrat, one, one not pro-Democrat. Anti-Democrat. It's funny because the pro-Democrat, Doug Schoen, who used to work for Hillary Clinton, said the big winner was Elizabeth Warren. Now, I'm going to tell you what I did notice. They were all, and I mean they, the underlings, the ones that aren't pulling above I don't care, they all were attacking Elizabeth Warren and not Joe Biden. And that's telling, my friends, because they all know Joe's done. I mean, they all know this whole thing too. I mean, I want you to think about this. They had Hunter Biden's interview. I'm I'm going to cover that a little bit as we go through all this stuff. I was going to, and I got to do that for the for the television show too. But Hunter Biden came out and given gave an interview, and I talked about that on the podcast yesterday, right? And he's like, oh, da 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 da. You know how how fortuitous was it that his interview came? The day before the Democrat debate, because what what did they do with with Joe Biden? Well, you know, they, they gave him a way to say, yeah, my son talked about it this morning. You heard it's done, gone, and away they went. Stupid. But, you know, Joe Biden, gone, done, over, finished. I mean, they're not even worried about him anymore. If you look at some of these national polls, we're now seeing that Elizabeth Warren has pulled ahead. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to give you my overall estimate of this deal. The Democrat Party likes none of them. The Democratic Party likes none of them. They're really hoping that a Bloomberg or a Hillary Clinton get into the race. They, they really are. They, they hope, 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 hope. And it was so funny because the first question, well, you know, Joe Biden, we know you were falsely accused. Uh, that's not a question. We know you were falsely accused. The question should be, uh, Joe, what do you think about what they're saying about you and your son? You know, can you give us an idea of what you think? God, such terrible journalism. I mean, such terrible journalism. It's so ridiculous. And I'm sitting here. I'm trying to find that article um, on the poll. Yeah, right here. I just found it. I'm going to hold this up here. Poll shows Biden dropping to third ahead of fourth Democrat debate. He dropped to third ahead of last night. Joe Biden has dropped to third place behind Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, according to a George Washington University politics poll released ahead of the debate in Westerville, Ohio. The poll taken September 26th through the 30th among 1,200 registered voters shows Warren as the leading preference of the Democrat and the Democrat-leading voters with 27.8%. Sanders was at 21 and Biden was at 18. I want you to think about that. Once again, I don't put a lot of stake in these polls. I don't. But when you look at this, all these polls are run by liberals, almost all of them. So I, I give them a little bit more weight because right now they're just pulling themselves. You would think they'd want to be right. Now, mind you, I know and you know that the mainstream media wants to pick a candidate so you take this with a grain of salt, but I'm going to tell you, Biden being down 10 points, done, toast. I mean, the guy was at 30, 35%. He's now at 18. Now, according to the polls press release, no other candidate in the crowded Democrat field gets more than 5%. Done, done. And I can see that. I mean, I can definitely see that. You know, there, there is nobody, the top three is what they are focusing on today in the Democrat Party. And you saw it last night in the debate. I mean, a lot of these other people didn't get a lot of chances to talk. I mean, I don't know. I, maybe Kamala Harris talked two or three times in the time I looked. They finally got around to Cory Booker, finally. I don't know. I mean, Buddha Judge got his... <laughs> so I was on uh, 95.3 Michigan's News Channel out of South Bend. And of course, that's where Pete's mayor... And uh, the program director told me, he says, hey, Matt, he said the last time you did a, uh, last time you were on air, you called Buddha Judge, Buddha Gay. I'm like, yeah, 
he's like, could, could you not do that again? Uh, we had a couple people call in. I'm like, really? He's gay. I mean, he proudly, he proudly wears it with a badge of honor, you know? So I, that was kind of funny, but I was laughing just thinking about that in my head there. But, you know, Buddha gay last night to me, he, he, he was, he, he, he was the guy that was trying to get pissed, you know, and, and that's what you got to do. He was the guy trying to stand out. Did he do better? I don't know. I mean, I don't like any of them. They're all a bunch of bunch of posers. <laughs> posers. That's an old word right there. I use that in high school. But they're all a bunch of bunch of uh, sham artists. They're all a bunch of liars, a bunch of frauds. They want to tax you to oblivion. They want to take away your rights and your freedom. They want to take away your guns. You know, they want to take they want to control you and everything. And then they love China. They they love what's going on in China with LeBron James and all that stuff. But anyway, I'm I'm off on another tangent here. So Doug Schoen, let, let, let's get after this. He said Elizabeth Warren was the big winner Tuesday night. He, he, he former Vice President Joe Biden and the eight other candidates on stage came out the losers in the three-hour Democratic presidential debate. Uh he says right here, Warren, Warren's strong performance will likely solidify her front runner status ahead of Biden and Sanders. She emerged the clear winner of the night by showing she was sharp and prepared as she fended off attacks from candidates who were looking to cut into her polling lead. Because he's right about that. I mean, they were all, if you want to go by the fact that Elizabeth Warren won because they were all attacking her, he's right. I mean, they all were, and they all know. They all know Joe's toast. But they were all going after Elizabeth Warren. Uh, Kamala tried, didn't work. I mean, you know, Elizabeth Warren is pretty slick. When it comes to lying. So there you go. Uh, it says, even during the heated exchanges over health care and a wealth tax, we'll get to the wealth tax in a little bit, Warren was able to turn a tax leveled against her around and still deliver the best answers of the evening. Warren questioned why the other candidates think it is more important to protect billionaires than to invest in Americans when responding to an attack on her plan for a wealth tax. Yeah, they're all going to tax the wealthy. You know, those evil, greedy, rich. You know, the people that uh, create jobs, that uh, give you a paycheck, that give you benefits, that allow you to pay your bills because you didn't take any of your capital, your sweat, or your hard work and build the company yourself. You know, those people, it's their fault. So let's tax them to oblivion. And uh, uh, an amazing show of anti-Americanism. You know, we got we got those billionaires, those evil billionaires. You know, at one time I think they asked, would you just get rid of all billionaires? You know, do you just want to wipe them out? Because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen here. The rich are mobile. They always will be. The rich have money. They're mobile. They will just take their money and move it offshore. I said this the other day in a podcast. You know, Monsanto, the biggest agricultural company on the planet, used to be out of St. Louis, Missouri. It used to be. Then they got purchased by Bayer and moved their headquarters overseas. InBev, Anheuser-Busch. Remember them out of St. Louis, Missouri? <laughs> they were the biggest brewery in the country. They got bought by InBev and moved their headquarters overseas. Why? Taxes. Apple. Apple, Apple, Apple. Great American company. Hold almost all of their money offshore. Apple, actually, it's so crazy about this country. I don't know if they're still doing this today, but I've covered a story about this before. Apple literally takes loans because the interest rate on the loans of the money they need to operate is lower than the taxes they would pay if they kept their money in the States. I want you to think about that for a second. So Apple has billions upon billions upon billions of dollars in the bank. Keep that money offshore. Because if they brought it here, first of all, they'd be taxed on it. Secondly, they actually take out loans because the interest rates are lower than the taxes they would pay. Do you see how smart people are who have money? Do you see how mobile people are that have money? They're not going to sit here and get sacked. I mean, I talked about this yesterday. Bernie Sanders wants to tax the rich at 97.5%. He's so nice, isn't he? He's willing to give you 2.5% of your hard work. Two and a half percent. I mean, could you imagine that? And, you know, and, and they're fine with it. I mean, they're fine because they're, they're like, well, you know, these people are billionaires. They make millions of dollars. So for every million dollars, they're going to allow you to keep what? 20K of it is about 2%, two and a half percent is about 20K. What, 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 let's work this backwards. So 10% of a million is 100,000. 
5% is 50,000. So half of 5% is two, you'd keep $25,000 of your million bucks under Bernie's plan. Isn't that nice of him? You get to keep $25,000 of the million dollars you made. Because right now, these millionaires are taxed at a rate of about, I don't know, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 30%. So they're keeping 700000 of a million. Sounds, I mean, not overly bearing, right? I mean, you, you know, we do need police officers and firefighters and education and stuff like that. I do get it. But out of every million, you get to keep 25000 uh, No, no thank you. I'll take my money, I'll take it offshore, and I'll keep all of it. I won't give you any of it. And then let's see what happens. I was talking last night. I was live tweeting. And I'll tell you what. If you have not read Atlas Shrugged, you should. It is a fantastic book by Ayn Rand. I've read it. it, it, You know, I'm going to give you a quick synopsis because it is literally scary on how much that book is paralleling what we're seeing today. Because the whole basis of Atlas Shrugged is the maker's Go on strike. They're tired. The government keeps coming up with more and more regulations, like we're seeing with the left, more and more free stuff. And then what do they do? They go to these big corporations. Reardon Steel happens to be one of them. And they go to these big corporations and say, you got to pay more. You got to pay more. You got to pay more. And then the taxes, taxes get more oppressive and more oppressive and more oppressive until the point where these people say, you know what? I'm done. And you've got Dagny Taggart. Uh, no, it's not Dagny Taggart. That's the person I follow online. It could be Dagny Taggart. Um, she's the she's the uh, the main lead character of of the deal. She runs the the railroad. She runs the railroad there. She's the only one that holds out and holds on, thinking she can make it happen and all that stuff. And in the end, her eyes are opened because she finds out that all of these makers go on strike. They leave. They stop producing. They say, "Government, good luck. We're not producing any more jobs. We're not producing any more product." And they, they go off to this hidden, I don't know, town in the mountains. And they start over the new community where no one can find them. And they're done. Steel, railroads, cars, you name it. They all go on strike and they're done because the government gets so overbearing. And the government takes so much of their money that they finally just say, you know what? Done. I, I'm, not, I'm not playing your game anymore. You're not going to force me to break my back to give money to people who aren't working. And we're going to get there. I think we're on a collision course to that. There's going to be, and we talk about it all the time, and it's scary because Ann Rand wrote that book in like the 1950s. To see it coming true in 2020-ish, crazy. But there's going to come a point in time where the makers are just going to finally say, you know what, I've had enough. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to be held under the oppressive regulation of government that I'm seeing today. I'm going to tell you right now, we had better hope and pray that Donald Trump gets reelected president. Seriously, we we had better hope and pray that Donald Trump gets reelected president because the, 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 the debate I watched last night is a nightmare. It's scary. It's not good for people like you and me who are entrepreneurs, who go out and break our backs for a living, who work hard for what we get, who pay our taxes, who do the right things, all so the Democrat Party can come in and say, you know what, you didn't build that. I mean, last night, last night even, Elizabeth Warren, well, you know, you're a millionaire, but you didn't build the roads that help you you travel your product. You didn't this. You didn't that. You didn't make the infrastructure. You did Shut the hell up. Everybody uses that infrastructure. Not just business people. It's not like other people don't drive on the damn road. It was so crazy. She went back to the old Obama talking points. You didn't build that. You didn't do it. You know, the, the, you, the, that infrastructure there, it, it, it was there for you. you. You took advantage of it. Well, so we helped you build that fortune. It's kind of, it's the community's fortune. No, it's not. It's not. But she went back to the old Obama talking points. That's, I mean, it's crazy where we're at. So anyway, I'm getting all off on tangents today. It just bugs me because these people are so crazy. And I sit here and I look at it. I mean, I, I'm a common sense guy. I, I'm not a genius. I'm not Albert Einstein. I'm not gifted in that. I mean, I'm pretty smart. But I look at this and I'm thinking to myself, what a, what a sham. 
What an absolute, outright, blatant lie that they are foisting upon the American public. And we're all, you know, there are people sitting there eating it by the spoonfuls. It's like, don't you see what they're doing? Uh, I don't know. Crazy. So they thought, he, this Doug Schoen thought Elizabeth Warren was the big winner. Um, Where was that? And more importantly, Warren remained the focal point of the debate. Speaking for the most amount of time of all the candidates, which she did, the senator from Massachusetts now is unmatched fundraising and pulling momentum, along with a series of strong debate performances. This coupled with the fact that Biden and Sanders has been weakened in dissimilar but debilitating ways recently almost guarantees that Warren will take over as frontrunner, which she already has. Um, surprise winner, Schoen says. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. Uh, Sanders has faced a precipitous decline. In the most recent polls, given the significant questions about his health, he had a heart attack and stamina. However, Sanders delivered a strong, forceful performance in the debate, succeeding in showing voters that he has not lost a step, making him the second place finisher of the night. You know what I would have liked to have This is not this. <laughs> the question that Bernie Sanders should have been asked, um, Mr. Sanders, you had a heart attack. You got immediate medical care. You know you want to get rid of that, right? What? 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 what, what, what I'm, I'm Bernie Sanders. What are you talking about? Uh, um, you know that in Venezuela, where you want to take our country to, you would have died. You wouldn't have gotten treatment for your heart the moment you had that procedure done. The moment you had tightness in your chest and found out you were having a heart attack, you went to the greatest doctors. You went to the greatest healthcare facilities on the planet and got taken care of. Under your plan, that wouldn't have happened. You wouldn't be standing here on the stage today. Can you admit that? That should be the question, right? No, 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 no. It's the crazy pharmaceutical companies. They're ripping you off. And I'm screaming at the TV last night. I'm screaming at the TV last night because they all started ripping big pharma, right? It's always the big corporations, right? And in my mind, the only thing I'm thinking is all of you idiots who are in Congress could be writing bills that help reform drug prices. But yet you're out here on a stage bitching about it and doing absolutely not a fucking thing. Oh, sorry. There's the F word. I'm not going to beep it. There it is. Sorry, I got irritated. But they're not doing anything. They're not doing anything. But yet they go out on that stage... And they tell you they're going to make everything better. They tell you they're going to fix everything. And they have they already have the power to do it. They already have the power to fix it. They're just not. They're not. They're not doing it. Why? Because they need it as a campaign strategy to Buffalo you. It's just funny. So they thought the surprise winner was Bernie Sanders. He goes on to say another surprise winner, Pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg has been called the breakout star of the Democratic field, though he has recently struggled to distinguish himself. He had several strong moments in the Tuesday night debate. He was able to make a compelling case as a young center-left candidate from a swing state with a military background who happens to be gay. <laughs> Buttigieg was particularly strong during a tense exchange with Tulsi Gabbard of Hawaii, over President Trump's decision to withdraw troops from northern Syria, delivering a response that elicited cheers from the audience. Quote, respectfully, Congresswoman, I think that is dead wrong, the mayor said. The slaughter going on in Syria is not a consequence of American presence. It's a consequence of a withdrawal and betrayal by this president of American allies and American values. No, it's the consequence of a religious war that's been going on for thousands of years, you moron! These people are so dishonest. They're so dishonest. These people have been fighting over in the Middle East for centuries. It's over religion. It has nothing to do with our presence there. It has nothing to do with our withdrawal. They're going to fight until the end of days. This is who these people are. They're religious fanatics. Oh, well, it has to do with the fact that America is just li not living up to its duties. So we should get our people killed everywhere. Man, these people are so ridiculous. They're just so, I'm not even going to go into that today because I will start cursing. Um, biggest losers, Schoen says. Joe Biden. All eyes particularly those of the Democrat leaders, strategists, and donors, were on Biden, 
who needed to deliver a strong performance to reassure voters that he's ready for a general election fight with Trump. However, Biden was unable to break through and deliver the forceful showing that he needed, dodging a question regarding his son's work with Ukraine and delivering several other uneven answers throughout the night. Yeah, the guy's a blithering idiot. I mean, showing is being nice. Bernie Sanders, idiot. Amy Klobacher, loser. Additionally, although Senator Amy Klobacher of Minnesota had a number of well-executed lines, taking aim at Warren, Warren many similar, many felt similar to the inconsequential attacks leveled against Warren by former Rep. John Delaney of Maryland during the first debate. Thus, Klobacher's performance is unlikely to result in the post-debate polling spike her campaign needed. Loser Kamala Harris of California similarly, similarly fell short as she failed to distinguish herself in any meaningful way at a time when her campaign desperately needs a boost. Given that recent polls have her hovering at right around 5%, she will likely not be able to regain the momentum she just had two months ago. And then Gabbert, Castro, Steyer, Booker, O'Rourke, and Yang. One, two, three, four, five, six of them. The remaining candidates, all barely registering in the polls, were the biggest losers of the night. Uh, Juan, Julian Castro, Steyer, Booker, Beto O'Rourke, and Andrew Yang failed to have the breakout moments they all desperately needed to show voters they could defeat Trump in November. Um, I'm going to tell you. And then we're going to head on because I got I got the other side of this. I got the, uh, the anti-Democrat side of this. Um, all those last ones, everybody, everybody, Klobacher and down, done. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, the eight of them gone. The only ones that are going to be left, Biden, Buttigieg, Sanders, and Warren. The, the, those are the only folks that will, I think, continue on into the next couple months. Now, they were talking this morning that no one's going to go anywhere. I, I find that hard to believe. I, I really do. I would love to see it. I would love to see the Democrats continue to peel layer after layer after layer off, the, off each other because it's only going to get more brutal the closer they get to Iowa. But I can't for the life of me see half of these candidates continue on past last night. The, the fundraising, fundraising isn't there. Steyer's self-fundraised, so he might stick around. But a lot of these people, uh, Tulsi Gabbard, uh, Castro, uh, Booker is already begging for money, needed $1.9 million a couple weeks ago to keep his thing going. Um O'Rourke, Francis has no money. I mean, he's attacking Boudigay, trying to punch up because he's irrelevant at the point. And Yang just is a moron. I mean, let's give everybody, you know, universal basic income and, and $1,000 will give them security. What a crock, crock, crock. Anyway, uh, do me a big favor. Go take a little uh, time out here. Head over to the matlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. Click on that Verve Forever link. Verve Forever. It is CBD oil. And if you're in the market for CBD oil, this stuff's some of the best on the market. Anxiety, aches and pains, inflammation, muscle aches, headaches, migraines, you name it. It's going to help you. And, and I have it. And if you head over to my website and, and click on my link, that's how I get paid. If you use Verve25, V-E-R-V-E-2-5, you'll save 25% today. Or you can use Verve 50 if you're a first-time customer and save 50% off your purchase. We've got CBD oil for you, for your pets. we got the cream that you can rub on your achy joints. It works fantastic. Go check it out. You know, go do some research. You can click on that link. You'll get all the research you need. They do a great job with that website. It's very informative. It'll tell you what's going on. Um, I've got people using it right now. They email me, text me, Matt. This stuff is fantastic. Great. I'm glad it is. I'm glad you feel better. You'll feel better. Click on that Verve Forever link. Use Verve 25 or Verve 50 today. Go get you some. That CBD oil is that new deal. I mean, it's crazy. It, it is unreal. I use the cream. Works fantastic for my achy back, and I got a bad knee. Works really good. Head over there, Verve Forever, the link at thematlockshow.com. Click on it now, Verve 25, Verve 50. If you're a first-time customer, say 50%. Go do it right after the show. All right. I'll take a drink of my coffee there. I'm a little stuffy. I've got some allergies, I think. The, the, the seasons are changing here in Texas, and I'm just a bit stuffy. But uh, David Bossy, we're going to go the other direction on the takeaways of the debate. Because Doug Schoen, we know, worked for the Clintons. He's pro-Democrat. Well, David Bossy is, is anti-Democrat. And he says, here, here's what he says. Um, a dozen Democrat presidential candidates continued their race to become the left's most favored socialist when they debated Tuesday night. 
Once again, the debate stage showcased a lackluster group of extremist politicians pandering to their far-left base of support with harmful policy proposals that are way outside of the mainstream. Boy, is that not the case. The three candidates currently making up the top tier of the Democrat field include a confused and corrupt former Vice President Joe Biden, some 20 years past his prime, unelectable socialist Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders of Vermont, who recently suffered a heart attack, and a hopelessly out-of-touch former Harvard professor and current Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts, who wants to throw 180 million Americans off their private health care insurance, including union workers. Stuck with a field marred with enormous electability questions, no one is paying attention to the weakest field of presidential candidates in recent memory than the 2016 Democrat presidential nominee Hillary Clinton and former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg. These two nationally recognized liberals are likely thinking the same thing as everyone else. None of the 12 mediocre candidates on the stage in Ohio Tuesday night has what it takes to defeat President Trump in 2020. After watching the three-hour snooze fest, here are some of the takeaways that Clinton and Bloomberg may be thinking about as they consider jumping into the presidential race. Now, he lists them. Some of these are very good. The first one. The Democrat candidates are desperately lurching farther and farther to the left. That's exactly right. This strategy of embracing extremism is clearly designed to capture the hearts and minds of the Democrat primary electorate by repackaging the tired big government policies of the past. Capitalism and liberty have become dirty words with this crowd. Look no farther than news reports Tuesday night that Green New Deal author and socialist Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez along with radicals Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar, plan to endorse Sanders for president. I've got that article coming up next. Throughout history, socialism has failed at every turn, and we will fail once again as the Democrat Party platform in the 2020 general election. Uh, Joe Biden's son, Hunter, and his shady foreign business dealings were glossed over and badly mischaracterized. This should have been the big issue of the night. Serious allegations against the Bidens are being whitewashed by a biased mainstream media that has gone headfirst into a dishonesty tank during the Trump administration. The impeachment witch hunt led to discussion because the Democrat Party has no positive agenda. All the candidates reminded viewers about the partisan nature of the baseless impeachment inquiry against President Trump by rushing to judgment before getting the facts. It's become clear that impeachment is being pushed because desperate Democrats can't defeat Trump at the ballot box in less than 13 months. That's the key right there. That that really right there was the key to the night. The, the left really has no agenda. If, if you really look at it up close and personal, the left has zero agenda for moving this country forward. They want to blame Big Pharma. They want to blame the bad orange man. They want to blame all these other things, but they do nothing about it. They've got no agenda. It's resist, 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 resist. So what do they do? They have to lead with impeachment because they have nothing else. Now, Democrats are offering the American people big tax increases, job-killing over-regulation, and lawless open borders. These failed and harmful ideas aren't polling well with the voters, but the far-left Democrats are so committed to big government that they ignore the fact that their plans would wreck the vibrant Trump economy and punish American families and businesses. I talked about that last night. They were talking about outsourcing jobs. And Elizabeth Warren was talking about, you know, not having jobs moved to Mexico. So I took to Twitter and said, yeah, you know, Elizabeth Warren doesn't want to move jobs to Mexico. She just wants to move Mexico here, <laughs> which is, I thought was pretty good. Nobody really, nobody really jumped on that, which is really weird because I thought that was a pretty quippy little deal, but I think Twitter probably suppressed it because it makes a whole lot of sense. And that's just the way things work on Twitter. You know, that, that, that's what we run into. I haven't looked up, uh, at all, but let me see if anybody even replied to that because it was pretty good. Um, let me see. I tweeted so much. Um, I did say hey, this group of Democrats might be the most unqualified group of people I've ever seen. Is this the best the Democratic Party can do? It's no wonder that the party is begging for Hillary Clinton. Yeah, no kidding. And and, and here's the article that comes out this morning. I'm doing. I'm, I'm tweeting that last night. See, I I'm, I'm scooping these people. Thought leader. It, it, it's I'm a thought leader. It's all all there is to it. Um, do 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 do. Let me see. I haven't found it yet. Um. Oh, what yeah, what did they they must have took it yeah, what? That it's not up there. Um Yeah, they took that sucker. Come on, seriously? 
They took her down. Let's see if it's on tweets and replies just for giggles. See, they hide stuff. On Twitter, they hide stuff. It's it's amazing. I did say Tulsi Gabbard is going to get no more questions calling out her questioners. Kind of like it. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see here. Do, do, do. Uh, yeah, I did say this. Here, here was one of the, the thoughts I had last night, too. Have any one of these idiots in the Democrat Party ever created a single job for someone else? What makes them experts on the rich? You know, it, 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 it's unbelievable. They did not. That is crazy. They must have gotten rid of that tweet. It is go. It's go. Oh, there it is. Senator Warren doesn't want to move jobs to Mexico, just illegal aliens to the USA. It, you know, that, that got nothing. It was actually a pretty good tweet. I'm going to tell you that right now. But, uh, you know, that's the deal. The do-nothing Democrats. Okay, um, let's see. Medicare for All, championed by Sanders, is so extreme that even some of the Democrat presidential candidates opposed it. <laughs> Mayor Pete Buttigieg of South Bend pointed out that the disastrous proposal would result in a multi-trillion dollar hole in the federal budget. Klobacher of Minnesota called the irresponsible plan a pipe dream. They're both right. The debate will not change the trajectory of the race for the Democratic presidential nomination. Nothing happened to suggest that someone had a breakout moment and will show real upward movement in the polls. The top tier will remain the top three. That was the thing. That's what everybody's talking about this morning. There was no gotcha. There was no zinger. There was no aha moment because they're all the same people. And despite... The best efforts of Democrats, President Trump's amazing accomplishments to improve the lives of American people simply cannot be explained away. The national unemployment rate of 3.5% is a 50-year low. And unemployment rates for women, African Americans, Hispanic Americans, and Asian Americans are at historic lows. Over 6 million jobs have been created on President Trump's watch including 500,000 manufacturing jobs, and a record number of Americans are currently employed. To paraphrase, former Bill Clinton elections are about the strong economy and continued prosperity. In a, in a debate that featured barely a spark, much less fireworks, there's ample reason for Democratic power brokers around the country to be concerned about where the current overcrowded field is heading. So they might be looking for other options before the Iowa caucuses kick off voting for the presidential candidates in February. Here's the reality, this author says. Job creators, entrepreneurs, and investors alike know that President Trump at his core thinks like a pro-growth businessman, and that gives them confidence to make decisions that expand their businesses on trade President Trump's vision and leadership have changed opinions on how we approach China, Mexico, Canada, and the EU. The president knows there is a difference between free trade and fair trade when it comes to prioritizing American workers. They're in trouble. The, the left's in trouble. I mean, it, it, the whole thing is, and, and I'm going to I'm going to finish up with this because I'm going to move on. I got a couple other articles here that I, I simply want to talk about that I think are more important. There was no one on that stage last night who can beat Donald Trump. I, I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait until Trump is debating one of these idiots. Because all of the, it really, guys and gals, what all of this comes down to, what all of it comes down to is really right versus wrong. What is right for America? And what is wrong for America? And, and the funny thing is, you can run on all the promises you want. You can run on the fact that you've been in Congress for 30 years, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and if I'm Trump, you know, this is very easy. Well, I've been in Congress for 30 years. Well, I haven't done anything. Here's what I've done. Actions. I just read them off to you. Unemployment, jobs, economy, businesses, welfare all at record lows. That is what the president has done. He can go out on that debate stage and says and say, dink, 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 and dink, and they can't say anything. All they can say is, well, for 30 years, la, 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 la. Well, 
he will, it, it won't even be close. He will skunk them. Donald Trump will skunk any Democrat that he goes up against. And the Democrat Party knows it. They know it. And they're hoping, they're hoping, they're hoping, they've got their fingers crossed. They're hoping that this impeachment actually works. I mean, that's what they're really hoping. They're, they're, they're really hoping that this impeachment works. That, 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 that's, that, that's their only hope. They, they, they cannot, they can't beat him. They, they, they can't beat him. And they know it. And all that last night on that stage was nothing but a smokescreen, a distraction from how terrible the Democrat Party is. Now, do you want to hear something even better? Really quickly, head over to PatriotMobile.com forward slash Matt. I'm back with those. I'm back with the great folks at, at Patriot Mobile. I love them. They are an American-owned company, veteran-led, here in the great state of Texas, who give you, who provide you great cell phone coverage and service that is second to none. But what they do, which is amazing and we need more of, is they take a little bit of that premium that you pay for your cell phone service and coverage, and they give it to conservative companies to help them fight the fight. We're in a fight. We're in a big fight in this country. The right versus wrong. The, the, the good versus evil. The self-responsibility, liberty versus we want to tell you everything you do from cradle to grave. And right now, the big cellular companies, they're giving your money to Planned Parenthood. They're giving your money to these open border idiots. They're giving your money, the money that you pay for your cell phone service, they're giving them to Democrat candidates, probably running for president as well. You are contributing to that cause. You know how you can help? Switch over to Patriot Mobile today. Head over to patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt. That's my landing page. Tell them I sent you. You're going to get your activation fee waived, all kinds of great things going on. I love these guys. They have great cell phone coverage, great cell phone service right here in the state of Texas. Head over to patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt. All right. The big news of the day just came out this morning. The big, big, big news of the day. Three members of the so-called squad of the far-left fresh members of Congress are lining up behind... Bernie Sanders, because he's far left. I mean, is anybody surprised? And, and if you look at it, it's it's the timing. I wouldn't doubt that they, they didn't get a kickback from the Sanders campaign. I want you to think about this for a second. Sanders is dropping in the polls. He is the devout socialist, he tells you so. He came out this week and told you that Elizabeth Warren was a capitalist. I guess that's bad now. But is there no doubt in your mind that politics in general is timing? He, he needs them. He believes, and this is the funny thing, and, and I think this backs up the, the statement that a Sean Hannity says that someone else talks about um, all of these talking heads. Nancy Pelosi isn't running the Democrat Party. The squad is. The squad is. They're, they're, they're really running the Democrat Party. And their <laughs> endorsement lends weight. So that just leads me to believe that they are really the silent leader of the Democrat Party. Now, we've learned that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez will appear with Sanders on Saturday in Queens, New York at a Bernie's Back rally designed to generate excitement for the senator's campaign following his recent heart procedure. Ilhan Omar will also endorse the candidate Fox News has confirmed. Also in addition, CNN reported that Rep. Rashida Tlaib will endorse Sanders as well. It was not immediately clear if Omar and Tlaib will appear at Saturday's event. I want you to think about that scary. I want you to think about that scariness right now. We know who Tlaib and Omar are. We we do. I mean, these people are outright 
whoa, wackadoodles. I mean, Ilhan Omar, I could do a whole show on her with all this stuff going on. You know, she's getting a divorce from her husband. She was uh, playing footsie with some guy, some correspondent, some body in her, I don't know, sphere of influence. She was paying for marketing or something. This net dude and then his wife filed for divorce and said, hey, you know, here's what's going on. My husband's playing footsie with Omar and then Omar gets a divorce. But we but we learned that she might have been married to her brother to get him immigration status. And I mean, what a cluster bomb that all is. Um, they hate Israel, Talib and Omar are anti-Semites. You know, we know that. And now what have they done? They've come out and they've backed Benny Sanders. Coincidence? I mean, there are no coincidences in politics. I can tell you that right now. Nothing happens by accident. I, I would not be surprised if those three young ladies are getting some kind of kickback or even better, probably some promises of positions in Sanders's presidency. That's the only thing I can think of. How about you? I mean, that's the only thing I can think of is that there's some promises being made because look, I mean, the timing is suspect. It's not, well, actually, I shouldn't say it's suspect. It's, it, 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 it's, it's fortuitous. Coming off the heart attack, looking frail, he needs youth. Think about it. What really, what Bernie really needs is uneducated youth. <laughs> that's Omar, that's Talib, and that's definitely AOC. But he needs to fool you. So there is no doubt in my mind that there's some kind of kickback going on here. Why else would there? I mean, why 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 not? If you really look about look at this, I mean, on its face, why wouldn't this this squad endorse Warren? I mean, the Me Too movement, right? Why are they endorsing a crusty old? Man, seriously, it goes against everything that they've told you and I, you know, girl power, feminist, the whole deal. I'm, I'm worried about having children because the world's going to blow up kind of stuff. Right. But yet here they are endorsing a crusty old white guy with socialistic policies. Uh, let's see here. Quote, Bernie is leading a working class movement a working class movement to defeat Donald Trump that transcends generation, ethnicity, and geography. Omar was quoted as saying in a statement posted on Twitter by the Sanders campaign. And that Omar retweeted on her own Twitter page. I believe Sanders is the best candidate to take on Donald Trump. I would love to see that. You know, I would love to see, can you imagine you've got a debate going on? It starts getting fiery. And what does Trump do? Hey, 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 Bernie, you, you want to settle down a little bit? We don't want you having another heart attack. <gasps> I mean, the guy's done. Bernie Sanders is done. Because that's the line that Trump pulls. Trump pulls that line out. It's over. It's the same. It's the same kind of deal Reagan did with Mondale. Um, I don't want you, you know, just because my younger opponent doesn't have the experience I have, I don't want to hold it against him. See, he went the other way with it, but it works every time. Trump looks at Sanders and says, Bernie, you might want to calm down. We don't want you having another heart attack. It instantly puts the question in every person's mind, holy shit, this guy could die in office. He's already had a heart attack. He's going to be 79 years old. If I'm Trump, I beat that in the ground. Uh, you're going to be 79. 79. You're frail. You're old. 
you might have another heart attack. I, I don't understand all this, but I do understand because he's far left socialist. I, I, I do get that. Uh, he's uh, and, and the thing is, it's funny too. He's leading a working class movement. Um, the person who's leading a working class movement is, is President Trump. Unemployment low, jobs high. I mean, all that stuff. Here's the uh, press release. Rep. Ilhan Omar announced on Wednesday she's endorsing Senator Bernie Sanders bid for the White House. She says, I have had the opportunity to work with Bernie Sanders up close on major policy initiatives. Rep. Omar said, this summer we introduced a bill to cancel all $1.6 trillion, with a T, dollars in student debt paid for with a small tax on Wall Street speculation. And this week we announced another bold plan to provide school meals year-round to every student who wants one. I have seen the values that motivate him and his commitment to build a movement that represents marginalized communities across this country. Bernie is a le Bernie is leading a working class movement to defeat Donald Trump that transcends generation, ethnicity, and geography. That is why he is fighting to cancel all student debt. That is why he's fighting to make all student student meals all school meals universal. That is why he's fighting for humane immigration policy that treats immigration as human beings and not criminals. And it's why Bernie is fighting to end our forever wars and truly prioritize human rights in our foreign policy, no matter who violates them. And it is why I believe Bernie Sanders is the best candidate to take on Donald Trump in 2020. Um, forever wars, but they still want people over in Syria. Hypocrites. Uh, Ilhan is a leader of strength and courage, Sanders said. She will not back down from a fight with billionaires and the world's most powerful corporation, corporations to transform our country so it works for all of us. I'm proud of what we've done in Congress, and together we will build a multiracial working class coalition to win the White House. Rep. Omar and Sanders are co-leading several critical pieces of legislation in Congress. They proposed sweeping legislation yesterday to provide free breakfast, lunch, and dinner to every student in America, regardless of income. The pair also introduced a landmark bill in June to cancel all student debt and make all public four-year colleges and universities, as well as community colleges, trade schools, and apprenticeship programs tuition-free and debt-free for all. Oh, come on. You know, school lunches suck, by the way. God bless these schools. I went to schools. I'm sure they haven't gotten any better. I don't want breakfast, lunch, and dinner at school every day. Whatever happened to sitting around the breakfast? Whatever happened to sitting around the table talking to your family? No, whatever happened to that? Having dinner together, having all that stuff. You know, that's what the left wants to get rid of. And on top of all this, I was talking about Trump and Sanders. I've got this article here from about a week ago. Uh, Sanders says he'll slow down pace on campaign trail after a heart attack. Here again, Donald Trump's smart, which he is. He's going to say, hey, hey, Bernie, you're going to pull a Hillary Clinton, only show up every two, three weeks? they got to throw you into the paddy wagon outside of 9-11 because you don't have the stamina? How are you going to have the stamina to run the country? Bernie Sanders said Tuesday he plans to slow down his pace in the presidential campaign trail after suffering a heart attack. Sanders spoke to reporters outside his home in Burlington, Vermont, after going to see his cardiologist saying he plans to do fewer events in the near future. I certainly intend to be actively campaigning, he said. I think we can change the nature of the campaign a bit, make sure I have the strength to do what I have to do. So right there, he's just telling you he doesn't have the strength to do what he needs to do. Do you think being president is strenuous? Do you think being president is hard on you? I mean, we look at all of these uh, presidents, all of these candidates that go into the White House, they come out, they're gray, they look haggard, they look like they've been run through the ringer. I mean, that's the one thing about Trump that I find amazing. We're, on, we're three years into his presidency. Trump looks as fresh as the day he got in there. The dude is a freak of nature. It, it really is. I mean, doesn't sleep a lot. You know, is working all the time, workaholic. I mean, you see this, and I'm telling you, it's strenuous. On the president of the United States. You know, they all talk about it. These candidates go in there and they look bright eyed and bushy tailed and they're ready to go and they're 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 chomping at the bit and they, they want to do all these great things and you know they've got all these aspirations. And then they come out on the other side and they look like they were put through a meat grinder. Gray hair, wrinkles, old. I mean, after four years or eight years, I mean, it's like they're run down and they can barely walk. I'm a, I would I'll make a prediction today. Bernie Sanders would not make it through four years of a presidency. I think he dies in office if, he, if he's elected. The dude is not in great shape. He's frail. 
He looks frail. The rigors of the office will eat him up. He's already slowing down on the campaign trail, and now you've got the squad backing him. Does anybody see what I see? It's all a charade, my friends. It's all theater. All right, guys, that's it for today. Do me a great big favor. Head over to at RealMattLock on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor. Make sure you're following me. Go listen to the podcast and go find one other person to listen to the podcast. Let's get these numbers way up. I'm covering the Trump rally tomorrow in Dallas right after my television show. So make sure you tune into America's Voice. If you have not downloaded that app yet, please do so. Beer for Brunch Friday's back on Friday. Me and Sexy Jesus, Party File Steve, will be talking beer, life, masculinity, farts, maybe, scratching, itching, all bodily functions of males, because that's what we do. We're men. We love women and beer. All right, guys, that's it for today. I'm Matt Locke. This is the Matt Locke Show. And today, I'm out. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 30. 30.